I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. It is Wednesday, June 28th, 2023, and we are going to be talking about McConnell being called out by Trump. We're going to have a Nino Rodriguez live at the bottom of the hour. That'll be awesome. We have another new prophetic word uh, that's just all about how our mindset should be focused and uh, what is going to be happening here in the very short term. Now, we've been talking about the silence and the blackouts, but more importantly, is the downfall of this globalist empire. It's gonna be one exciting time. We've got Cash Patel calling uh, the AGs out. It'll be interesting as we move forward here. So fighting fire with fire. We'll see if uh, the AGs end up doing that, <laughs> but we'll we'll dig into all this type of, right now I see people that are on Facebook as well as Rumble. I can speak, I can see your chat. So go ahead and let me know what is going on. Somebody's saying no sound. I hope that's Patsy, that's just one person. <laughs> let me know if you have sound. Oh, no. I always like to check that because it's uh, it, uh, my, uh, my settings look correct on the sound. So let me know if you guys hear me well. I know backstagers can hear me. And so uh, hello from Indiana, says Jackie. Um, yeah, so let's see. Let me know if any, anybody's having problems with sound. Give me a one if sound is good and give me a two if you ha are having some type of issue. If you can't hear me, put a two in there. And yes, sound says Trump trackers on Rumble. So I imagine uh, that was just a one person's issue on Facebook. All right, so let's move forward here. Um, we have a lot to cover. One, yeah, thank you, Laura. Let me know that things are going well on the sound on your side. Is it really just a fetus? Oh, I'm sorry, that is that is a whole separate subject. This is this is what I want to dig into is Trump rips rhino. And remember, this is R-I-N-O. Well, some people think when talking about rhino, you think of the animal. But it's R-I-N-O, Republican in name only, right? And then uh, you see yeah, he does not speak for the Republican Party is what Trump is talking about. So we have massive rhino problem, right? This is a globalist captured operation of the House, the Senate, the whole executive branch, especially the State Department. And then you've got the, the, the captured branch of legislative and the, and the captured branch of judicial. Now, Trump did some great work getting tons of judges in there that helps us get some key cases. 
Uh, but even the Supreme Court ruled today um, in, a, in a way that basically didn't allow the state legislatures to control elections, which I just disagree with, right? And it's, it's so, so we still have a lot of work to do as these captured operations are rearing their egg, ugly heads. But uh, as, as we continue to infiltrate the infiltrators and um, see what's going on in Gitmo, see what's going on with the military law, see what's going on with all these executive orders being, being re-upped, we know there's more going on behind the scenes than we could ever ask or imagine, and especially with the Lord God Almighty and He's moving His hand against these. And pretty soon He's going to He's going to do one day of amazing, uh, great Exodus event, I believe. So we'll be talking about that here in a second. President Donald Trump ripped disaster Mitch McConnell for not representing the Republican Party, slamming the Rhino for giving Joe Biden whatever he wants. What do you have to? We have to do something about Mitch McConnell. Trump said. He's a disaster. He gets, he gets his 10 guys, then they give President Joe Biden whatever he, they want. There's something going on. So this is Trump in his beautiful way, just letting people know we have a uniparty. These are all globals reporting up to the same people. They put a plan together. Hey, I'll, I will tell you what, we'll give the Republicans the House. We'll take the Senate, all rigged before the 2022 election as an example. Right, so Trump's going, there's something going on. That doesn't make sense. They get whatever they want. So uh, that's the uniparty in action. And obviously with the Senate terms being six years, um, a, a senator can get in there and, and, pretty much, uh, and pretty much do whatever he wants. And in the last year, clean up their act and show conservative values as much as they can, right? Uh, we got to get him the heck out of out he double toothpick he's a problem big problem in the meantime i hope he's feeling well but he's a big problem trump frustration with mcconnell came as republicans are moving to expunge trump's two impeachments from the record this is what's funny you know this is why you have to be careful on prophecies we have people that are basically moved all the way from testing the spirits to the accusers of the brethren so here's an example kim clement massive number of fulfilled prophecies right he passed away but um, god rest his soul from 2016 right after but he did get to see president trump become president he predicted that he also predicted two terms right didn't say consecutive terms but he also said in, uh, in one one prophecy impeach impeach nay and talking about how the impeachments aren't going to happen right and so many people said oh kim clement's a false prophet because he said there would be no impeachments well you know what? God is way bigger than us. And if these are expunged, it's as if they've never happened. So impeachment and expungement equals n no um, impeachment. And also it had no, no effect on removing Trump from office. So that was, those, those if, as you give prophecies time to breathe, you will see amazing things happen. So be careful as you judge the prophetic words here. All right, Trump's frustration. Uh, so earlier this week, House Re uh, Republican Conference Chairwoman, Elise Stefanik and Republican uh, MTG uh, announced plans to expunge Trump's impeachments, which would reverse the previous filings and charges against the 45th president. Stefanik's resolution seeks to remove Trump's impeachment rating to January 6th. Stefanik argues the House Democrat did not meet the House Democrats did not meet the burden of proof that committed Trump high creams and misdemeanors with the dubious so-called facts and circumstances. Now, especially after we've seen everything, right? She also argues that impeachment failed to demonstrate that Trump engaged in an insurrectional rebellion against the United States. The American people know 
Democrats weaponized their power of impeachment against President Trump to advance their own extreme political agenda, Stefanik noted in a press release. So this would be a great thing to just go up. It also helps put pressure on the rhinos. Um, and I would, I would guess eventually it'll be a sponge no matter what, right? It'll be interesting to see if it happens with this, uh, even, even with the, the Democratic-controlled Senate eventually. So it'll be interesting as this moves forward. Um, what I don't know, you guys might be able to tell me in the comments, is if the Senate has to approve it. If it's a sponge in the House, does that erase it? Or does something happen to happen in the Senate? Good question. Um, so, Lordstown Motors files for bankruptcy, sues Foxconn over a $170 million funding deal. This is an electronic vehicle company. It just shows you this whole woke effort toward going toward the batteries. The batteries are windmills. All kinds of end up being economic disasters in the long run. It's real starting to happen. Even companies failing it. Then it just shows you this economy continues to, to falter. You got UBS preparing to cut over half of the Credit Suisse's workforce. Remember when this huge bank had to buy... Credit Suisse, could they, could they actually uh, failed? The bank failed. A regional bank being purchased by a large bank. And now we're seeing they're having to do all kinds of layoffs. And again, this is going to hurt, most likely, in a big way, these bigger banks that are absorbing them. So again, just the, the fact that these the, the, we see other international companies freezing funds, and there's been a lot of talk about about giving Americans only a certain ability to, to, to withdraw so much money and you having to answer questions if you want to send money somewhere is that that's that's in your bank it just shows you banks are not a safe place anymore so when you have massive cash of your wealth or you have um, stocks or whatever really understanding a diversification strategy is vital guys I've done uh, five transactions now with Kirk Elliott he's a patriot I love this guy you can um, trust him at kirkelliottphd.com, and uh, you can see the link down below in the video, but you can also just give him a call. But get, do get your free consultations, just a free advice. Again, he's international as well, by the way. There's a lot of that to help people. And uh, he doesn't have any transaction costs as you sell, which is the most important because if this screams up 300% or 200% or 800%, you don't want to have a back-end cost. And a lot of these companies that sell you gold and silver do that. This is a very honest guy. You'll love Kirk. Um, get get on one of his financial person's calendar at 720-605-3900. All right. Woke Arizona high school counselor who helped organize drag show for students arrested and accused of having sex with a 15-year-old girl. So, guys, this is we're seeing this more and more. When you start messing with <coughs> the basic premise of what a man and what a woman is and what marriage is you uh, you end up getting this massive dysfunction you start falling right into Saddam and Gomorrah and we're starting to see that right before our eyes so here we have a 29 year old counselor sleeping with a 15 year old girl this person happened to be the one that organized the drag shows organizing all these LGBT events at the school this is the type of people that are that are um, being unleashed on our children at this point in time, and it's time to fight. I like Elon Musk. He just continues to show show that he is at least in this current time fighting for free speech and uh, letting people know, you know, giving people red pills. Right here's here's a cute picture of a cat with a tinfoil hat, and it says, "I wake up, there's another psyop." 
right? So we see the PSYOP, like the whole thing about OceanGate. Was that really real? Was the PSYOP what's going on? And again, PSYOP, false flags, have real world consequences or not, sometimes actually have real world things go on, but they're, 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 what their meaning is and who's actually, who's actually executing on the, on the event is always something different. That's why thinking for yourself is so important and it makes this life more fun in actuality so we can actually use our discernment to see who is deceiving us. Uh, we have episode seven of Tucker Carlson on now and you can find that on Twitter. Again, so make sure you're following Tucker there. He is now talking about the war of for democracy enables dictatorship. So he says all these people, all these Democrats primarily saying, well, let's protect our democracy, protect our democracy, protect our democracy. And they're talking about Ukraine. And now Zelensky even says he will not have an election during wartime. <laughs> Good way. So, so it leads to dictatorship. Fighting for democracy leads to dictatorship. You can't have, a, you can't have any elections. Right, so that's part of what he talks about on that episode. So I think you'll enjoy following Tucker Carlson as he is getting tons of views. It's interesting if you look at Tucker's account right here and you'll see he's got 8.8 .8 million followers. But what's interesting is his engagement. Like here's his, here's uh, the last, this is the last one he just did. He got 11.3 million views already, right? You can see here he got 29.5 million on the previous one. His, his engagement's just amazing. Um, uh, and this is way more than what he would get. He was getting even on Fox News. 31 million here on this one. I think his first one was 115. Here's 103 million here on episode three, right? So uh, again, I think this is great just to show people that uh, somebody that's actually speaking truth and calling it like it is, is uh, getting millions and millions of views. It's a beautiful thing to see. Um, GOP can call six witnesses to testify AG Garland lied about the DOJ not interfering in the Hunter Biden case. This is becoming extremely obvious as the whistleblower starts talking it. Now we start getting a WhatsApp document. And now we have all these other whistleblowers slash witnesses that will show that there was no question that you have a two-tiered justice system and you could not, uh, just like you couldn't arrest Hillary Clinton for her crimes, you cannot touch the Bidens either. And uh, that has become incredibly obvious to even our normies, as you would call them, the people that are not awake. Here's an op-ed that, that Trump actually retweeted on True Social. It says, Donald Trump need not attend the debate. So he talked about that, Fox News, and not covering certain things that he was doing and talking about DeSantis all the time and talking negatively about him. So he threatened to not even be at the debate. And this is op-ed that says, hey, you shouldn't even do it. Uh, so Trump has no reason to appear, putting aside the ridiculous Republican pledge of support imposed on all debate participants. Trump has a more compelling reason why he need not attend. He is winning. So if somehow they, you know, somehow rig the primaries, obviously he's not going to be the one that sits there and says, I accept the results. Right, in the, especially with these fraudulent uh, machines of Dominion, Sakia, Smartmatic, etc., still running 54 countries and selecting, not electing. Right, so this is this is just gives some good logic of why he should not even go to the debate. Trump has nothing to prove, and so um, I think he could use this to basically get the the rules he wants. And since everybody wants Trump there, nobody's going to watch it without Trump there. <laughs> there are better alternatives. Rather than attending debate, Trump should speak to the American people during that time. 
he could do. <laughs> just think about that. Wouldn't that be funny? If there's a big debate going on with all the other candidates, Trump has a rally, and everybody's watching Trump, <laughs> not the debate. <laughs> so uh, pretty interesting uh, uh, things going on there. I think that's probably interesting to look at. Hey, I wanted to get into a um, couple things as, as well with the Julie Green prophetic word. That is vengeance and vindication are coming. Again, I, I look at these and I don't want to report on them every single day, but some of these are just so powerful when it comes to the way I believe we should be thinking and preparing. And uh, it's just so good. Another one here that came out this morning. So this is this is very fresh. It's called The Coming Fall of the Global Government, Their Economy, and Their Control. So let's dig into this because, again, uh, the most important parts of this, let's listen to the Lord speaking to us about what we should be spending our time on, what our focus should be, right? This is a time of a great battle. This is a time of great conflict. This is a time where you see evil, how it's been trying to reign. You've been seeing the control that it had upon this earth. It's not that time. No, it's not. The walls are falling. Mighty walls are falling. Big names are falling. Big banks are falling. Big corporations are falling. Hollywood is falling. The three-letter agencies who are against me are falling. Global governing and governance, those people are falling. These world leaders are falling. I've been speaking to you about a great and mighty fall. And what's interesting about this, guys, this is, uh, if you look at most of the prophets I, I follow, really, the ones closely is Amanda Grace, as well as Julie Green and Robin Bullock, right, as well as back to the late Kim Clement. And um, a little bit on the Mark Taylor's written prophecies, not, not anything he's saying lately. But um, they're all talking about the, what Trump talks about, the best is yet to come, right? That's obviously not the tribulation, right? And that's what I've been establishing in my teaching the last couple months, looking at Psalm 2, looking at Isaiah 61, looking at all the words about the end will not come until we have preached to all nations, peoples, tribes, and tongues. And the joshuaproject.net that shows we haven't reached 42 percent plus of the people groups out there that show that we are not going into the tribulation in my opinion now we got to be prepared for christ to come back at any time right but what does this say right here so if this is the lord speaking through julie which i believe it is says it is it's not that time and many prophetic words have been spoken about the fact that they are trying to move us into tribulation move us into the one world currency move us into the one world government and they're going to fail this time. A lot of times, not yet. They're trying to jump the gun, right? So how? So again, you've been seeing the control that it had up on this earth, talking about the globalist. It's not that time. What time is it? It's the time for the Great Awakening. It's the time for the Great Exodus. It's the time for the Great Harvest. That's what we need to have our mindset on. And not panicking. Stay in faith. So this continues. You see in my word about the walls of Jericho and how quickly that wall fell. That wall that was built up, it looked like it was impenetrable. It looked like nothing was going to ever bring it down. Evil people think that they're so smart and build up these things so indestructible, but they don't see I can flick it away with no power at all. Just flick it with my finger and it would be gone. My children... To change the course of this world and to change everything that you're seeing and to change what's happening in your nations, what's happening in the body of Christ, it doesn't take my full strength to change it. Things can change very quickly, and things will. 
Woof. I told you about the economy falling. I've warned you about going to try more things. I warned you about they are going to try more things. But remember this day. Remember what I say. It's all coming down. It's all coming down like the walls of Jericho. It's coming down like the Red Sea when it was held up for a certain time so my people could walk through. I've been holding certain things up so my people could walk through to the other side. You may not understand this right now, but you will. Things have happened. Great things have happened. Great things have been happening when you're unaware and you don't see. But it's me. It's me behind the scenes. It's me doing these things. And boy, I think this is so true. If you look back at this paragraph and just look at the fact that he's held up this wall. And remember, all the children of Israel walked through on dry ground. right? But he hadn't destroyed the enemy yet. So I believe that's happening right now. I believe, just think about, uh, I'm just thinking about this ministry of Blessed Teach and how it's growing. And, and we've got this remnant that's growing and all these beautiful things are happening with the groups, right? These, this is um, him, instead of us being in FEMA camps and arrested, right? We're actually being groomed to do great things. Not groomed like, like they're doing to our children. I'm talking about he's actually, he's actually training us up for the great exodus. He's training us up for the great harvest. That's what's happening right now. So imagine life is hard for a lot of people, right? But look how what it could have been if Hillary Clinton had been president. Right? Just think about what would have happened if we, we wouldn't have any judicial truth at all. Right? We would all probably be in FEMA camps and or dead. <laughs> so so what, what's he doing with us right now? He's training up his church. He's training up the body of Christ. This is exciting. This is the time. This is the mindset we need to have. Not one of despair. Not one of spending all your time in junk intel. This is the time to get close to the Lord. And this is what this is going to say. I'm allowing certain things to go on for the day that's drawing near, very near, of the great and mighty fall of the globalist and of their banks and of their businesses and their news and their governments that they put in place everywhere. They infiltrated many things and I will show you it all. And that can be beautiful when everybody knows about it and sees it. Watch my hand at work. Remember how powerful my nostrils were in parting the Red Sea. Just think how much more power my hand will do and more destruction that it will do against your enemy. Things are falling. Yes, falling, coming down. This is the shaking. You are entering into the days of the shakings, the days of judgments, the days of changing the course of this world from upside down to right side up. Hold on, hold fast, draw near to me, draw closely and you will see me. You will see me, who I really am. And you won't be moved by anything around you. Don't be moved. That's another marching order for you. Don't be moved. Wow, guys, that is a key, key message here. The peace that transcends all understanding when we're close to him. Right? Philippians 4, 6, and 7, my life verse, right? It's all about presenting your request with thanksgiving to him in all situations and not being anxious about anything. And what happens if we get that peace that transcends all understanding? This world is going to go to hell, guys. That on, on, God's doing that as he's switching everything over. 
but we can be at peace and not be moved and we can help the loved ones around us. Don't be moved. That's another margin order for you. Don't be moved. I will help you, ground you, give you that stability to stand even though the earth is shaking underneath your feet physically or spiritually. Things are coming down. Systems are coming down. Laws are coming down. Presidents are coming down. This is the time that many people have been waiting for. Don't give up now. Don't give up now because with this great fall and all these things coming down, the beauty that will rise out of the ashes, the strength of my church and my body, doing what it was called to do before I made this world, my children will take their place where they were always meant to be, in great authority, saith the Lord. Guys, this is exactly what's going to happen. Beauty for ashes, right here. We talk about that in Isaiah 61 when we're, talk, we're talking about the second part of it. It comes after the vengeance of the Lord, right? Sure, Jesus gives us beauty for ashes in many ways now. It's going to be nothing compared to what's going to be happening. The strength of my church and my body, this is going to be his remnant rising up. Again, he's going to be doing a separation between the religious and legalistic spirits and those who are just following and listening to him and understand the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority that we have in Christ. That is where the glory is going to shine. My children will take their place. There were always, where they were always meant to be. And where that is, it's in great authority. That's why John 14, 12 tells us we're going to do greater works in Christ. The only way that can possibly happen is the body of Christ understands its authority, comes in, in unity together. They align with the head, which is Christ, and mighty, mighty things will happen. And boy, is that going to be exciting. So again, let's Nino's in the house, Rick. keep our focus on You're that. Ready. Awesome. Um, I don't see his camera on yet, so I'm waiting for that, and waiting for his camera to be on. And his, uh, and you know, give me a, give me a audio cue when you are ready. All right, you, you un unmuted. How's that? You get, can you hear me? Awesome, perfect. <laughs> Nino Rodriguez, it's so awesome to have you on the Blessed Teach Show for the first time. I really appreciate you. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You have everybody else on your show, and and we've been. Uh, I know we met at Reckonfest uh, there. It was it was fun. The first time you kind of spoke publicly there, and uh, you did a great job. We were all excited. Um, it so, was brief. It was real brief. I, I did that as a favor for Jim. Uh, he wanted me to introduce. He wanted me to introduce the movie uh, Sound of Freedom. So. I thought that was that was pretty cool, so I, I went for it. Yeah, yeah, you did awesome. It was really awesome to meet you as well. Um, and I know that uh, you've just been having just doing a great job, just in in you know teaching truth. But I'd love to go back. I know there's going to be some people of my audience that may not know much about you, and I'd love to go back to. I, I like to call it the red pill moments of people like. When, when did you kind of wake up to the fact that the, the government's trying to kill us? <laughs> so, could, could you walk, yeah. you could talk us a little bit about that? That actually happened, uh, you know, I've been in the boxing entertainment world for a long time. I've always considered myself very awake mm -hmm. and skeptical of everything. And uh, probably around shortly after 2001, after I saw, you know, the uh, CGI planes hit the tower and the... Uh, the the madness that it stirred up and the and the buildings being brought down in demolition style like a Las Vegas uh, hotel being brought imploding, 
I uh, I knew the gig was up. Something was up. I, I caught it pretty fast. So I would say I was one of the, you know, you could say first waivers or second waivers. You know, a lot of people woke up to the JFK assassination. Right. I woke up on 9-11, and, and uh, I knew something was wrong and uh, just started researching a, a researching frenzy. So every time I was in boxing camp or training for fights, I'd, I couldn't go out and party. I couldn't go out and drink or do anything like that. So what I did was just research every day and started really diving into what the hell was going on and learned really fast about the cabal uh their plans for humanity i learned about agenda 21 i learned about agenda 2030 i just i just uh dove into it you know head first and i would say i got a phd in it to be honest with you like it's, it's just it's second nature to me uh to the point that even alex jones on my show i was throwing him ideas he, i never thought about that you know he's like <laughs> no, awesome. it was good that that's when i knew man I, I got my you know i really know what's going on i'm not saying i'm i'm I actually, you know what? I, I I'm very fortunate, and 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 one of the ways I'm very fortunate is I got Juanito, uh, 107 on speed dial. Anytime I need to ask a question, we talk to each other about five six times a day sometimes. Wow! And that guy's uh talking to some very important people. He's in the he's really in a firewall, and uh and I've really been able to sniff a lot of people out that I that I've interviewed, um and you know conducted interviews with. I've had thousands of interviews, and I've really narrowed it down to about three to five people that I listen that I know that are not full of shit, you mm-hmm. know, and, and just, and just shooting me straight. And and that's, what's important for me is that I, I have these type of people in my inner circle to bounce things off of. And, uh, this is a real war on not just America. They got to take America down, but this is a war on humanity. Yes. Call it a culture war, call it a spiritual war. I, pre- I refer to it as a spiritual war. Um, uh, we are, lead, we are, we, and this isn't even. We're just beginning, so mm-hmm. people need to really get comfortable of being uncomfortable, because <laughs> this is just beginning. There is going to be no like, bis boom raw. We won, and and everyone's celebrating. No, this is going to continue. These globalists are very powerful. They're very strong. Um, they're they're going to continue the assault on humanity, and uh, but I do believe we're going to rain back. We're going to pull back the reins on America. We're going to win America back. I, I do believe Trump is going to be. Um, I, I, I'm 99% sure he's going to be reinstated after a move is a certain events play out. Uh, and and I, I'm not counting on 20. And it's not the event of the election of 2024. I'll tell you that much. I, I, I'm, I'm on the same page with you there for sure. Hey, so, hey, take us back, though, a little bit on your boxing career. You know, it's funny that people bring that up because I just feel like I'm not that guy anymore. You know, <laughs> whenever people... No, really, it's it's a weird thing because everyone still talks about it, and 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 I'm just so removed from it, which is a good thing because my whole life um, was boxing. It was right. boxing since I was five years old. I was in the boxing gym, and uh, grew up fighting amateur, turning professional, winning six heavyweight championship belts, um, thirty six and zero, thirty four knockouts. Well, actually, my, my the ending of my career was thirty seven and two with thirty five knockouts, and. Uh, you know, I, I believe I self-sabotaged my career. I think the pressure was just too much for me, and I was in my mid-30s, and I was drinking a lot. I was partying a lot. I was going to the Playboy Mansion. I was hanging out with celebrities. I was prematurely uh, fam- acting more famous than I was, and, I, I you know, I just I didn't have to. Uh, I was starting to cut on workouts and do things that I didn't normally do. I was really juggling extremes with drinking and women and and uh boxing which it doesn't work it just doesn't work and i thought i could do it all i thought it was superman mm-hmm. and 
I failed miserably and I crashed. You know, I'm flying over all the buildings with a cape. And then the next thing you know, I'm crashing into the cement and, uh, you know, in a wheelchair. You know, that's how it felt like and being spit on and kicked on by everybody. So I, I, ex I experienced uh, both extremes. I experienced flying high, being on top of the mountain and then crashing and burning and being treated like a leper, you know, and that was the biggest education for me was the suffering, you know, the suffering of being in the trenches. And, you know, I thought just coming up in boxing was tough. No, but uh, actually losing your identity, turning to alcohol and losing your faith in God, losing everything um, was the hardest thing for me. And uh, it wasn't until uh, three and a half years ago that I decided to turn my life around. Uh, I've always I should say that I, I started doubting God. I never gave up on God. I always believed in God. But I turned my life around with faith in saying that I quit drinking. I completely did a hard stop on drinking. Uh, you know, I was I, I never thought I had a problem, but you know, when you're blacking out in bars and finding yourself in a jail cell and I thought I man, did I kill somebody in a car accident or did I uh, yeah. um you know, I you know, I didn't know what, what I did, you know, it was a DUI or whatever. That, that, those are scary moments in my life and uh, getting knifed in the throat. You know, I got I was walking out of a bar in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and they, they came behind me and slit my throat. Uh, I don't know if anyone can see it, but all this is 369 stitches. Wow. Um, cosmetic surgeon on call that night that uh, just happened to be on call, took my, took my case as a challenge, you know, and fixed my face. I have no nerve damage. It's an absolute miracle. I don't know how that happened. Wow. Um, that same year, I also overdosed on drugs and flatlined. I did flatline, and they brought me back with a defibrillator. Wow! One, came back and came back and won two championship belts. Um, it was just a chaotic year. Um, but anyway, three and a half years ago, I quit drinking, walked out of the bar. I don't know if I'm talking too fast for everybody. No, this Sorry, is awesome. Right? Mm -hmm. Is it right? Okay, so mm -hmm. I'm at the bar. I'm drinking, and I'm looking around me. I'm, I'm, you know, 42 years old at the time, and I'm looking. I'm thinking to myself, what happened in my life? You know what happened to me? I I was the champ, and now I'm the chump. I was the now I'm the washed up guy that people. I remember you fighting. I mean, I'm talking to girls, you know, in their twenties because that's you know that's what I was doing, and and they're like, oh, I remember watching you when I was a kid, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, it's just getting really bad and really fast, and uh, and I just think to myself, I'm like, wow, this is this is uh, really embarrassing. And I thought, well, how do I stop this embarrassment? And I was looking at my friends, and they're, and you know, people, what people got to realize about El Paso is we start drinking at 14 years old, 13 years old here because we had Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, which is a border town. So we were going there partying. It was like we had a Las Vegas type, you know, bars and clubs and drug money and in there at our disposal. So we start real early. And, um, I started drinking at 14, you know, and, and so I'm right. with my friends at the bar and I'm looking around, I'm looking at them and, and they're 50, 45, 35, we're all 10 years difference, you know, and I'm looking at them and I go, man, I don't want to be like these guys. I just mm -hmm. don't want to be this anymore. And I, there was a mirror behind the bar and I looked into it and I saw myself and I looked tired. I had like a f double chin looking thing, like got like, mm. like bloated from beer and drinking and I was all sweaty and disgusting looking I saw myself and I was like holy shit I am these guys mm -hmm. and at that moment man I just had like a coming to God like a realization like I gotta quit 
And six months to about a year prior to that, I was getting nudged. My spirit was getting nudged. Like, you have got to stop drinking. I kept feeling this. Something's coming. Mm -hmm. Something is coming. And I'm like, what is coming? What is, why do I keep feeling this? Mm -hmm. So now I know. Now I know. Like, where I'm at right now, that was God talking to me. And he was saying, you know, you, I, I feel like I'm pretty big in this movement. And I, I now know what it, what it, what it was. I quit drinking. I put the beer down right there, and I walked out of the bar, and I've never gone back since. Mm -hmm. And that's been three and a half years, and I'm completely sober. Congratulations. That, that, is, that is awesome. Oh. In those three and a half years, uh, you had not started your show by then, right? No, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was, it was a blind step of faith. My dad got put in the hospital for a heart valve transplant. He's my best friend. He's the whole world to me. My mom and dad, they're elderly. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was going to lose my dad, so I could have broke right there. You know, right there, I was like, okay, I can go to the bar and just, you know, wash my sorrows away. But I didn't, and I stuck it out, and then COVID hits, and then I can't even go see my dad in the hospital. They locked up the hospital. Wow. Didn't even know if he was going to get the surgery. I knew what was going on. I knew even then. I knew even then that COVID was a friggin' hoax. I knew it was bullshit. I knew it was a globalist move. And I nobody had, everyone I was talking to, Oh, this guy's crazy conspiracy theorist. Everyone's falling for it. And I would tell everybody a vaccine is coming. It's on its way. You guys need to understand that's what they're planning to do. I just sounded like a crazy nut loon. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're calling me because they have family and friends dropping dead. Yeah. And, um, Sad you stuff. know, so, so to me, this has been, um, a, a crazy journey, a crazy journey. Oh, and then I hit a viral video. Sorry. That's what I was. The viral video that I hit—that was a complete accident. That's what—that's what put me into the scene. I, I made a video in my backyard, drinking coffee about uh, child trafficking and what's going on in the tunnels, adrenochrome, and this is all—you know—you know—I've known about this my whole career, really. Uh, and also, Jim Caviezel is a very good friend of mine. He's like my brother, mm -hmm. and we would talk about this quite often. And Jim has seen some shit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to say what he has seen. He, he could say that on his own, but, um, you know, we both knew about the operations that were having, that were being done. And I just stated it on a viral video, on a video, on a Facebook, and it went viral. So I thought I was going to get 5,000, maybe 10,000 views like I usually do. I woke up the next morning and it was like over a half a million views. Wow. So, so, was, so take us back to the, to your, social media presence talking about truth or stuff when did that kind of first start accident organically it, okay. it actually, i was 42 years old and i was sitting in my backyard having a cup of coffee on a facebook live uh -huh. okay and i made a video just talking about what's happening uh, with well, how they're using corona as a cover so you weren't uh, talking you weren't you weren't talking about truth or topics before this viral video well, I mean, among my friends, I mean, I was very dialed in on what's happening. I have, you know, but this, this right here, I was talking to the public right. on a Facebook, on a Facebook live, right? which I got bombed off of, by the way. But yeah. So when that, when that hit, I went to bed and I woke up the next morning. And I was like, it was like 400 something thousand views. <laughs> wow. And then I was like, wait, I was like, wait a second. This cannot be right. And then I got this impending fear. Like, oh man, I'm dead. It's like. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting out of this one, and then I and then I checked back again that evening. And it was like at eight hundred some thousand. And I was like, oh no! And so I took it off the Facebook, hoping it would stop the chaos, and it didn't. 
And then my phone was on a dresser. I'll never forget this. I, this I remember very clearly. My phone was on vibrate for the notifications, and I couldn't even hold it. I couldn't put it down. I couldn't put it anywhere. It was vibrating off the desk for all the notifications I was getting with social media following and just um, the calls and, like, my Instagram blowing up and my Twitter blowing up. It was just constantly vibrating off a desk, off a desk, <laughs> off a desk. Anywhere I put it, it would the battery would just die out because that's how many <laughs> notifications I was getting. And it would die out in, like, 30 minutes. It was just going crazy. <laughs> I, I had to – I didn't know – it was the most surreal thing I've ever been through. And then – and then uh that was that was I god thought, that was god calling you to something new right, <laughs> right there. i was scared like seriously i was not comfortable i was yeah. not comfortable at all i didn't know what to do i was looking both ways when i walked out of the house but there was still like this calming sense of calmness in me because i knew god wouldn't i still man every ever since i got it you know every time i went into the ring anytime i've ever put myself in danger i always felt the calling from god so mm-hmm. i um I, uh, I, I, I didn't, I was just like, it is what it is, you know? And the one thing that did kind of rattle my cage a little bit was, um, I had two German shepherds at my parents' house. And when I walked outside one morning, one of my German shepherds had a broken neck and all his teeth were bashed out. Whoa. And yeah. And I thought to myself, okay, someone's sending me a message or something. Cause this was crazy. And I don't know how they did this so quietly, but they, they killed my dog, and uh, wow! I'm so uh, sorry. That that kind of rattled me a little bit, but I I prayed about it, and instead of like folding up camp and, and hiding away, I was like, I'm just gonna go all in now. Like they really messed up, <laughs> they messed up because I'm going in now. Mm. So I did. Yeah, I knew like, God had my back, man. You're going in just like on the fight, right? It's just like <laughs> yeah, I'm just going in. I'm like, whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Watch Here out, we go. 30, thirty-five knockouts. <laughs> Here we come, globalist. <laughs> Uh, like, let's go for broke man mine as well i've come this far yeah yeah no kidding so um so tell us a little bit about what platforms you were on and your 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 uh, all, all the all the censorship you have the and, and, and how and how you lived how you how you live on on, on youtube still <laughs> oh That's well, a miracle. I, I, what i decided to do with that is uh I started well i'm on all the platforms i'm i'm basically nino's corner on telegram and on Twitter, I'm Nino Boxer, and it's on all that stuff. But the way I've survived on YouTube thus far is that I, uh, I just I saw how everyone was getting bombed with uh, words and lingo, and I know that YouTube uses AI, so I just decided to make up words in place of others. So all I did was say like instead of like the election, I call it the bank robbery. <laughs> instead of Corona, instead of the Corona, I call it the boogeyman. You know, so like I just made up words to replace them, and I was like, okay, if I can dodge the AI, then someone won't look at my videos, uh-huh. and that's what I that's what I've managed to do thus far. I mean, uh, their policies are always changing, so I walk a real thin line with YouTube. But um, uh, I, I, you know, I also tell people, hey, this is my opinion, this is uh, uh this is just my belief. Yeah. I don't state anything as fact. Um, and I, I'm careful how I title my videos. I make it very vague. Uh, just that's how I did it, and that's how I just been maneuvering. To be honest with you, that's awesome. Did you do a Rumble channel yet? Yeah, I got a Rumble channel, but man, just nobody's there. It's like, it's like I got like sixty something thousand on there, but it's it's it just, eh. Everyone's on YouTube, man. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. It's just I got to keep Town Square, so I got to get creative. I got to stay creative mm-hmm. on how to. Uh, really uh stay 
relevant, you know, in, in that platform, on that platform. Yeah, and you, so your YouTube channel is way bigger than that, right? How, how big is that nowadays? It's like 270,000. And you're, is it Nino Rodriguez there? Is it Nino's Corner? It's what? just Nino's Corner. Nino's Corner, yeah. Okay. I kind of just branded that. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm starting, I'm starting a new YouTube channel called The Drop. <laughs> so that one's just going to be, that one's going to be just a different genre of stuff, like just fun Hollywood, Hollywood weird stories and maybe some breaking news here and there. Just something to, to just take my mind off this craziness. And, and folks, we're getting, and I'm going to say this, we're getting ready. To go into some really crazy times. Yes. Like it's it's it hasn't even started. The fun hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, as bad as you, I know people don't want to hear that, but it's true. Yeah. No question. Well, I think uh, Juan Juan's coming on Tuesday, by the way, on the show here. So. It, oh, he'll he'll lay it all out for you. He goes his he goes his speed though. Yeah. Uh, I notice. I notice when I'm on the phone with him, things he tells me privately are not what he tells people. So. And he gets straight to the point. <laughs> you know what I mean? With me on the phone. But but when he's talking to people, he's going to go out of speed. He's going to kind of try to relate it to Bible verses. And he does that on purpose. Yeah, he's basically weaving a story. Right. And, uh, right. And right. you can ask him one or two questions in your half hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> well, and I have a bad back. Okay. So, so like, I want to sit there listening to stuff. I, I have to turn off the camera and just go, like, oh, oh. <laughs> Because I know I just had the conversation with him on the phone. Right. And I know what he's I know the point he's gonna make. Right. And it's like, dude, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> and then he goes around all these different directions and ways and he gets there kinda. He doesn't even like he doesn't hammer it home like he does with me. Uh-huh. I just got off the phone with him right now. He told me about ten relevant things that I wish I could tell my audience, but it helps me shape my morning shows. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but but uh, you know, he's kind of using me as a conduit on my shows. If you want to know the truth, yeah, that's awesome. But it's really Juan's channel. I mean, I, it, it sounds like I'm a little bitch, but I'm not. It's it's just I know a game recognizes game. I know the guy's legit. He's a legit yeah. dude. He's in that sphere. Um, he's with some very powerful people right now. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and uh, all I can tell my audience is just. Trust me, I guess, because I, I have a good radar for bullshit. And um, um, especially being in the boxing business for as long as I was, it's all pimps and hoes. And it's uh, I was the hoe for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know. I learned my own way. I, had, I went through the through hard knocks many, many times. Right. So, so there's no worse business than boxing. Yeah, so where, where did you uh, grow up in your boxing career? Where were you all in El Paso? Is that right? Or where were you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, are you still there? Where Where are you hanging out nowadays? Yeah, I'm still here because uh, my my family. You know, it's a real family oriented city. I, you know, all through my 20s and 30s, I was living in different cities. I was living in Houston, Austin, uh, L.A., Huntington Beach. I mean, I was traveling everywhere to Europe to train in training camps. I was never home. But now, you know, at this age, now I'm my my uh, mom and dad are older. They're 88 and 84, and I'm not going to put them in a home. I'm not going to, I'm mm-hmm. not going to walk away from them. So, uh, I bought a house about four miles away from them and I take care of them and, awesome. and, uh, uh, you know, I take them to dinner about every other night and to spend time with them because I'm never going to get back these years. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so I know yeah. all the ladies want to know, uh, are you, are you a single or not? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a girlfriend. She's amazing. And, and, oh, uh, yeah really helping me and i tell you what I, I throw fits a lot because she knows i'm used to i'm used to living a single life right so, 
Um, she's very understanding, let me tell you. And it's not like we do any weird stuff or nothing like that. I'm not a swinger or nothing like that. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, like, she, like, knows that the life I was living as a pro athlete and, uh, like, I never had a girlfriend, really, like, that uh, that I was serious with. So mm. um, she's really working with me, and, and, uh, and she's awesome. She's been really cool. And uh, just uh, really supportive because she knows she's she's also helping me with my parents and she knows what I'm going through with my parents. Mm -hmm. And it's been trying on everybody, man. It's not been easy. This is my mom's dealing with a little bit of dementia and and, uh, Alzheimer's. So uh, it's really hard to uh, 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 be to watch that, you know, because watching it, it breaks my heart. I had a mother-in-law with the same issue. And so, um, and, and it's really disheartening when you see what Big Pharma is doing to us on purpose, right? You know, I, um, given her, I, I've been privileged to know people that are in the health and wellness. And uh, I think what's slowing it down is I'm giving her those C60 ta- uh, drops. Mm-hmm. And she's, I'm noticing improvements. Um, mm-hmm. People send me supplements all the time, and I try them out, and then those have been helping the C60. It's been helping my back a lot, and my mm-hmm. back is a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably taking the pain from about a 7 to an 8 to about a f- 3 to a 4. Mm-hmm. So that stuff works, and I've been using it on her. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in prayer and just being around them and, and giving them my energy as well. I feel like that, that does a lot for them. Uh, they wilt like dead, like flowers dying when I'm not around them. And if I'm not around them for like four or five days, they, you know, they think I abandoned them or something. Yeah. So, so um, that, that's awesome that you're doing that. And it's a real admirable. Uh, so go back to your back for a little bit. Is that from all the boxing? Is that really what uh, ended up doing that? How, how did do a lot of boxers have bad backs? After? I've never heard of them really getting a bad back for me. It just, just, you know, I'd rather have a bad back than a bad brain. Yeah, that's true. You know, a lot of most fighters, man, dude, they're done. Yeah. You know, they're all broke. They're on drugs. I mean, I know guys right now that once their career is over, they have no way to make money. Uh, They cannot uh, shift gears and try something else. They're just a lot of them go into alcohol and drugs and die suicides. You don't ever hear about the backstories. You know, you only hear about people's glory and about, you know, how they became champion, this and that. And then you go look at their life now and they're pawning their belts or they're selling their belts or it's pretty sad. And so I was very fortunate that all I've had coming out of boxing was, you know, bad knees, bad back. But, um, the back is, is very hard because, uh, it's, it's, um, it's provided a lot of difficult difficulties for me just in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I still love to work out, but now it's like, I have to tone that down. I can't. I still go to the work. I go. I still hit the treadmill. I still, I still do things like that. But I have to. But I'll be in bed for the next three hours afterwards. You know, just wow. icing my back, or you know, it's just it's been hard. It's been a really hard uh, thing to deal with, man. It's been terrible. Yeah. So, so I know Gus is asking, where do you get C sixty? Obviously, I pedal it. So <laughs> you, that's you, okay. You, no, ahead. but I tried it for three months, dude. I tried it for three. Months. I don't. I don't pedal anything. Right. But I don't believe in because I can't do that. I don't do that to people. Right. So go ahead. And but uh, yeah, I can send you a link. They're like a hundred bucks a bottle, but they're they're awesome. Right. So, like they, so, they, so did they, you have a website? Um, do you have a website or something, or should it be in the bottom uh, of your uh, YouTube videos or Nanogenesis or something like that? It's a. Uh, okay. I put it up on Telegram a lot. Telegram. Uh, so, it's up so there now. And that's Nino Boxer or Nino. Uh, 
Nino's, Nino's corner. corner. Nino's corner. I'll put it up on Telegram. on Telegram. Okay, great. No, it's uh the way it was explained to me. They had um, I met this billionaire, Alki David, in California, and um, and I was at his house, and and um, he had some people from Uganda come in, really very intelligent people that came in. They're scientists, and they were showing me these drops, and I've heard of C60 in oil form. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 you cannot take it in oil form. It goes toxic if it's room temperature. And so and then your body doesn't in, uh, ingest it very well. So I was like, all right, so what is this? So they fi- figured out a way to single it out in nano, water-soluble nanotechnology under the tongue. And basically, it just rids your body from inflammation so that your body can start healing naturally. And you go into a natural state of being, and your body heals. Mm-hmm. Well. They had these rats on this, and then one of the guys who founded this stuff is a, a, a what's it called, the Nobel Prize winner, mm-hmm. um, whatever I could have that wrong um, scientist. I forgot his name. Anyway, so they had twelve rats, and here's the story that I do remember. They had these twelve rats, six controlled uh, rats. Uh, six were on C60, the other six were not. The six that were not on C60 died of natural causes. They just died. They they lived out their life. They got older. They started. They they weren't doing the mazes as well. Well, the ones that were on C60 were improving with every day, every week, and doing uh, uh, successfully doing new mazes. They got to the point that they had to kill these rats in order to study them because they were not dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they didn't have a long term study. But what they looked at when they when they uh, did the the autopsy on the rats is that their organs were like 15 years younger than what they should be, you know, comparatively. And, and, uh, their, their coats on their, their fur coats were like regenerated and everything. So I was like, man, are you serious? They showed me the, the testimonies and they showed me the documentation, the stuff at his house. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this, I was like, wow, I even watched a video on it and everything. I was like, this is incredible. So I go, let me at least try it. And let me make sure it's not in my mind. And I tried it. And it didn't take away the pain fully because I have a, I have, plates and rods and screws and I have a cage in my back but it did manage that my pain is manageable now so like instead of me being an absolute pain gritting my teeth I would have I would already I would already have to like get off the program right now um it it makes it completely manageable to where the pain is just not killing me anymore it's just so you don't have to turn the camera off on one as no, much uh, <laughs> no it's, so that's what I've noticed and I'm like if that's all I get from it that's good enough for me <laughs> that's that's awesome yeah, he does weave weave stories. It's kind of funny, um, and so, so I, I know there are several questions. I'm going to have the if you don't mind, we're going to have some of the backstagers oh. come and ask questions here in a bit. But uh, talk, talk about your spiritual walk a little bit. Um, uh, ha, ha, what what faith you grew up and kind of where you are now, and ha, what's changed <laughs> with the with this movement. I was an altar boy uh, in Catholic school. I grew up in Catholic school, but I was always in trouble. I got kicked out of Catholic school. <laughs> I got kicked out of every school. <laughs> <laughs> like four or five times in one year in junior high. I mean, I was always, I did, I just saw school. I really, uh, it wasn't that I liked, I, I just liked the adrenaline rush of getting in trouble. And mm-hmm. I just saw through, I used to psychoanalyze the teachers and be like, man, why would they want to come back here after like, I'm trying so hard to get out of here. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, next thing you know, I, mean, I was always in trouble in school. I was ditching school. I was a bad, what you would call a bad kid. But, um, I quit school in my sophomore year went to the GED test. They, they sent me to some, my dad's like, at least go get a generic diploma. Please do that for me. And I was like, all right, I'll go. And I, and I got confused because I went to this school, Sunset, I think it was Sunset High. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
kids are in school to take the GED test. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Just go back to high school. Yeah. It made no sense to me. So I'm looking at the teacher. I go, I'll just take the GED test. He goes, well, you go, you got to take some classes, and then we got to take some uh, some uh, uh, preliminary tests to make sure you can take the GED test. I go, look, let me just take it, and if I fail, I'll go right back to high school. And he let me take it. I went back in three days. I aced the test. I passed it highest than anybody's ever passed it in 10 years. And the guy was like, the teacher was like, why are you quitting school? You should not quit school. Look at you. You got. The, I go, look, I already got the GED, though. Mm. He's like, but you know, you can go back and get a real diploma. Go do that. Go do that. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go box. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did, man. That's a true story. And I just took off and, and I... Uh, Went into training camp at like 17 years old. I was already boxing, and I just followed my heart. That's the most important thing is I think if people just follow their heart, mm-hmm. you know, of what you really want to do, you, you'll never be cheated. Mm-hmm. It's a harder life. It's a tougher life because you're going to have a lot of letdowns, and you're going to have to go through the trenches, but you're following your heart, man. You're following what you want to do in life, and that makes you a very rich person. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I believe that's where God is because – for me, I put all my faith in God. I doubled down on that, tripled down, quadrupled down on that, and I, I followed my faith in God. And so when I was going to camps in L.A. and I was going to camps in Europe and boxing, the heavyweight champion of the world, I, I was going on faith, mm-hmm. you know? And that, you know, th- that to me was the biggest thing. I was putting my life on the line every time I got in the ring. So um, – for me, you know, there's no stronger belief in God. When people would tell me, like, oh, you need to go to church, you need to do that, I'm like, dude, I get in the ring. I get in the ring, and I put all my faith in God. Mm-hmm. That right there, why, are you doing that? You know what I mean? Are you doing that? Are you putting your life on the line and getting in there, finding the biggest, baddest, you know, dudes in the planet, uh, putting your life, you know, so I was doing that, and, and I I just uh, never wavered, man. I, I just always had a strong faith in God, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Did anything anything change with that as you as you went through this truther movement and uh, started? No, it's gotten stronger. Uh huh. That's why. That's why I've it's seen that. I've seen because... that a lot. You know, I can't believe how many people are coming to the Lord through this movement. And I imagine people yeah. watching your channel are coming closer to God too. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, and plus, you know, I'm not big on like organized religion, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Um, although I talk to Jim Caviezel almost every day. And he preaches to me. <laughs> so I feel like, well, I got Jesus <laughs> preaching to me every day. That's right. I mean, that guy's very religious. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very, he's a hard driven Catholic. And he, um, you know, you know, he's, he's always on me about going to confession and doing this and going, you know, communion or, uh, sorry, uh, going and getting the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, I feel like it's all right here in me, man. I just feel like for me personally, it's in my heart. It's in my soul. Uh, I can pray other outside. I can pray I pray on my patio. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I'm in church or not. I probably a good thing to go to church, but for me personally, I just I'm praying all day long anyway. I'm always talking to God in my mind, in my head, in my soul. Yeah, and so you're seeing other people though get their 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 faith is strengthening as well, right? Don't you think that around this movement? There's a divide right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's man, and this is why I say it's spiritual. It's a spiritual war. I mean, they'll have you right. believe it's a a cultural war it's not i mean i'm seeing you're picking a lane in every area of life i mean you look what's happening right now look at the agendas they're pushing on everybody yeah it's to me completely demonic you know on nino's corner.tv i have uh jesse saboter on sometimes who people don't want me to have on but i'm like no we got to understand all angles of this war mm-hmm. and she was from her 
from what she says, she was raised in the occult and she right. got away from it or whatever, whatever, you know. Um, but I have people like that on so we can understand the enemy and then and, and right. see the angles that they're coming from. And, uh, you know, even Juanito, when I talk to him, he explains their occult calendar to me and why they pick certain days to do things. And that's how we know certain events are coming down the line right. because we know that they're following certain events. Or certain days, sorry. Right. Planetary alignments, things like that. They, they always do things according to their calendar because mm-hmm. that's how they derive their energy and their strength. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you know that, you can, you can fight them. You can, you, can, you can set up counter moves. But um, to me, you know, this is 100% spiritual. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you listen to like Harari and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and they're talking about AI and it's going to control humanity. And I mean, these people are sick. They want to link they our brains want together. Will. They want to link What's our. That? They want to link our brains yeah, together. They, I mean, <laughs> they want to control. They want to be gods of humanity. Right. And, and sorry, but over my dead body now, not. It's just for me. Um, this is a hundred percent satanic, man. What they're doing, and yeah. whether they believe it or not, I don't even know. Like, do they believe in a guy with horns and hell? Probably not. I think they believe in like natural law and they just believe they could be gods over humanity. Mm-hmm. It's still sick and satanic to me. They're still part of the problem. These people need to be rid of earth and I believe God has anointed each of us to slay demons and these people are lesser than us. Anybody who has a de- demonic attachment to them, um, the only way out of it for me and my life has been Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only route I go. Like that's that's. I'm not going to take any chances. I'm not going to... I, you know, I have a lot of people that are new age that come on my channel and stuff like that. I, I don't even, I, I'll listen to them, but for me personally, it's Jesus Christ and, and, uh, and that's it. And it's the blood of Christ. And that's how, that's, that's, that's my faith. And I, I've dabbled in all of it, man. I've I've taken a look at all sides of different things. You're in the right um, spot now. That's true. Yeah, of course, you know that this is a big Christian patriot platform, and uh, and and it's pretty clear. That I didn't know that. I was just picking up on it because I'm starting to see a lot of crosses and stuff. But yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> we, uh, but, but it's uh, and then really that whole re- it's a relationship with Christ. It's not about organized religion, right? It's a relationship with Christ. Yeah. So you you are on the right track. In fact, we do uh, praise and prayer here four nights a week, and I mean praise and prayer two nights a week, and word and worship. So we're just worshiping the Lord. Um, after our show all the time, and so uh, we 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 thank you for sharing that because uh, that's cool to hear your story. Um, hey, before we open it up to some questions from backstagers, I um, just wanted to see if you wouldn't mind. Well, I mean, what parts can you share? I know you can't share the ten things that that Juan talked to you about, but uh, in general, to help people prepare, what type of things uh, are you kind of expecting? Okay, so I know that you need to have gold and silver on you. So get gold and silver and put it on you. And you need to have about whatever you can take out for cash. You need to have that on you. You need to have that uh, So because for a while cash will be king just for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have um, the only cryptocurrency that I've heard is going to be worth anything. But Juan hasn't told me this is XRP, but other people have told me XRP. That I still, I'm one foot in, one foot out. But I know gold and silver. I know that expect the markets to crash. Like it's going to get real bad, mm-hmm. real bad. We're going to lose about 13 to 15 cities uh, to, to uh, chaos and, uh, you know, BLM-type riots, uh, uh, illegal, the uh, so- southern border that's wide open right now. There's going to be a lot of uh, 
of the immigrants coming here causing problems. A lot of Chinese are coming here. They're going to cause problems, mainly in these liberal town, cities, hell holes. So you go and fix, figure that out yourself. So stay away from those places. Uh, probably not very safe. Everything has to happen in fall. That's according to their calendar. So the big events will happen in fall. So like think about October, November, December. Think about after August is when things start really picking up speed for whatever reason, right? It's it's their calendar. It's the way they go. Um, and it's also the fall feast of uh, the gods, so watch out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever they believe in. Yeah. But, but it's that's what they do, man. They, they follow this stuff. So what's coming up soon, and I think Juan can share this, is going to be Bohemian Grove. That's in August, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he expects right after that for this stuff to really pick up. Um, and, uh, you know, so... I would say, you know, get a generator, get food and water. You don't know. I've heard that, you know, 13 to 15 cities we're going to lose. That's why Trump came out and talked about freedom cities. I don't know if anyone saw that. Mm -hmm. But he said, we're going to have freedom cities, you know, this and that. Public executions. The guy's letting them know. Mm -hmm. Like, they're done. They're going to lose, but they're going to – we're going to go through hell. And uh, it's going to seem like all hope is gone. It is – so people really need to believe – let me stress that. From what I've talked to with Juan, all hope will seem gone. It will, will seem like we lost America. It is a near death, not an almost death. It's a death, a near death. And I almost don't like that word because near sounds like, oh, we almost, but we didn't. No, we're going to die. America is going to look dead. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's done. And then that's how we rebuild. And that's how Trump comes in and rebuilds the economy, rebuilds everything. But we're going to be done. But we got to get rid of this financial system, this 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 uh Ponzi this uh fiat monopoly money it's got to go you know mm-hmm. and and then once we rein in America which I totally expect to happen then guess what we'll have some great years and then uh, another wars looming and that's probably with China or you know once we once we pull back the reins or something you know and nobody has a foothold in America anymore. It's, it, it, there's going to be probably a bigger war that's on the horizon. So I just don't know how many years out that is. You can ask Juanito, but um, that's all what's <laughs> in our trajectory. So that's why I'm saying this is not a a, a, a war that's, oh, we're going to just win and this and that and everything's going to go back to normal. This is never going back to normal. Right. We're never going back to the way it used to be. It's not. People need to get that out of their mind. It's changed forever, and it's going to continue to morph and change. Nothing is going back to the way we remember America. It's not like it's never coming back. And I don't care if people say, oh, you're negative, this, that. It's never going back to the way it used to be. It's going to morph and just change. We have to adapt. We have to adapt. Um, the world has changed and just in the last three and a half years, man. I mean, it, I mean, the last four years. I mean, it's incredible how much the world has changed. And people need to understand that it's never going back to the way you used to used to perceive it. Um, so understand that. That's the main thing I should convey. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your heart there too. Um, hey, I wanted to move to some questions from the backstagers. So Chris, go ahead. Hi, Nino. Hey, Chris. Good to talk to you. I uh, <laughs> listen to you a lot. And oh, thank you. I have one favor, and then I have a question. Okay. Can you do your life from the apocalypse, please? <laughs> okay. You want to see my dog first? Yes. Ah. <laughs> she's cute. This is her full grown. Awesome. 
them. I have six. You have six of these? I have six dogs, not oh. six of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's annoying. Cute. All right, you ready? That's yes. awesome. Coming at your life. Yeah, brother. Thank you. Wow, you That's were... usually what wakes no. me up in the morning. I'm trying to like go to sleep. He's trying to like wind down. Now you got me amped up again. Sorry. Uh, I'm not the your condenser. <laughs> I don't know if it was your condenser or our condenser, but it, but it but it cut you off there right in the middle. That was bummer. Probably a good thing. <laughs> I, I had Nino do that. I asked him to do that at the reawaken tour. He did it right in front of God and everybody out in the line. Remember that, Nino? <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So if we're looking at fall of this year, is there any kind of like I know that we don't know exactly how long things are gonna take. But is there kind of like a ballpark? Because, like, I thank the Lord. I just, God has blessed me with some acreage. So I'm in the country. I'm in Ohio. And um, yesterday I had a couple of gentlemen come and they put a hand pump on my well. So oh, I'm good when the electric goes out. I'm a prepper. Um, I've been listening to Bo Pony for a long time. Um, so I think I'm pretty covered there. Um, I stopped the direct deposit on my paycheck, so I get cash every week. So um, I think I'm covered on that end of it, but um, I'm one person in a very large family, and there's not a whole lot of them that are awake. But if are, do you think that it's like a this year thing? And yeah, if so... I, I would prepare for this year because okay. from what I'm hearing, it's 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 coming to a head. Now, nobody can predict the exact time this is all going right. to happen. But it, it, from a quote, you can ask Juan this if you're going to be having him on. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen in the fall. And I always say, well, Juan, is it this fall or next? He goes, it, you know, he'll look at me. He'll just tell me, like, I don't see it going to the next fall. I, I don't, you know, but could it? It could. So don't get, you know, don't, you know, don't hold me to just this fall, but it could be this or next. And then, of right. course, events are going to play out all the time. But, but um, yeah, I've asked him many times, like, is it this or next? And, and I, you know, because sometimes I, you know, I get doubtful myself. I'm like, man, I'd like, but he believes that's climaxing really fast. He's he's talking to certain people that I'm not privy to. So um, I, I would just go with that. I would prepare for like it was going to be this fall if you want my opinion. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate you. you. Glad to see you. And hopefully we get to see you more. You got it. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. Andrea. Um, oh, I thought I was next. No, Andrea is next. You can be next. Go ahead, Andrea. Right. Okay. Um, hi, David. I, I listen to your show, and sometimes, understandably so, you sound discouraged. So I wanted to yeah. say a few yeah. things. So um, I get it. Like, you're, how can there be still be so many people living in the dark, believing what the government and their news are telling us? but there aren't so many as, as there seems that are like that. Um, I'm a Lyme advocate and I've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, I was just out there by myself or a few of us, you know, pretty much talking to ourselves, trying to get the truth out. But now people are out there listening for looking for the truth. And, and you, you've done a lot to make that happen. Thank you. And yeah, thank you. And then, you know, to get you discouraged has to be a goal of theirs. Because, you know, you have Juan, and if you get discouraged, you'll bring the others down. I get and, frustrated. I get frustrated. Yeah. You know, I just, 
and plus I have my good days and bad days. You got to remember, I'm 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 a recovering addict, and I'm a recovering. So I'm not gonna have good days, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So every, you know, some days I'm just not feeling good, man. Some days I want to go to the bar, or I want to go see friends, uh, and and party and have a good time and just go, go back to being like that, you know. I don't, you know. So a lot of that sometimes is me just dealing with sobriety. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it it's like twofold. Like you you have all these people that that you inspire and you keep motivated and you keep hopeful. And that can seem like a responsibility, but the flip side of that is all those people have your back. All those people are rooting for you. All those people are, are believing that you're going to make it, you're going to do well, and you're never going to go back. And so, you know, I you just sometimes that, I just, you know, sometimes I think about it and I just want to enjoy my life. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, what's, what's, why my, um, you know, why, you know, I don't need to do this. And but I but I know that everyone holds me accountable, and I did that on purpose. I put it public because I wanted it. I wanted to be held accountable because I know that's like my AA. You know, it's mm -hmm. not. It's it's. I don't go to AA meetings, and I, I just stopped cold turkey. So I feel like if I put this public and and people know what I'm, my struggles are, I'm not scared to to put that out there, and uh, hopefully I inspire other people. But at the same time, they keep me strong. You know. Yeah, and and maybe hopefully soon you'll come to a place where you're you're wanting to live your life you find that life in in hope like there is still, there's happiness and hope like we don't have to wait for our happiness so we can have it right now just with the promise of the hope like we know what's coming what's going to be there and we can start it's, living that now i found purpose in what i'm doing right with the podcasting stuff and all that but like honestly um it's just uh, my life was a hell of a lot more fun and eventful and <laughs> You know, I was uh, going from city to city partying, and I just, you know, my sister died that way. My, mm -hmm. I lost my sister. Uh, she didn't know when to stop, you know. She partied all the way until she the wheels fell off, and she passed away. And we are like twins. Ouch. So it's kind of like I'm the same as her. She just took it out on the bottle. I took it out on boxing, and once boxing was over, I went straight to the bottle. And now that I have this podcast, I'm doing this stuff, but... Um, it's, but it's, 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 I don't think people understand, like addicts are different people, man. We, we thrive off stimulation and like, it's imagine having like a rash, um, that you have to itch all the time. That's what it feels like. It's like, you always, it's like a, it's a, it's a disorder because you just want to like, you know, anytime a friend, you know, I get the urge to like go do some cocaine or like go drink and do a Molly and just go womanize or do whatever the hell, go gamble it's crazy it's like it's you constantly need that fixed and so fighting it every day is very hard yeah it's, it sounds like you need peace and imagine having an itch i just have a feeling have it's kind of calm i have a feeling that you're gonna find this peace that there's like one little piece of the puzzle that's missing and it's peace for you and and I think you're going to find it because you do you do so much good stuff you're you're such a positive well, i will i will say something on here that I, nobody knows I'm getting ready to have a kid in two months. Oh wow! Ooh. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm having a son. Congratulations. Awesome. Nina. That that's gonna change your world. There's your. I don't case. want the public to know about it. You know, I don't. I told you guys, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, a smaller, I'm a smaller channel than you, but you basically you almost told ten thousand uh -huh. people to watch each week. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, 
but we love well, you. Well, your love piece you, is yeah. coming in two months. Yeah. There you go. Your uh, piece is coming. Thank you. I don't know about it'll be peace. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not much sleep, kind of but yeah, it's a different type of. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Lourdes, go ahead. Yes. Oh, hi. I have one more, one more thing I wanted to say really quick, go if ahead. I can. Yeah. Um, David, one one thing you said, you said it's Juan show, and I just wanted to let you know that Juan is absolutely awesome, but it's the interaction of you two that you bring to it. And you're questioning him. And that makes your show a very unique thing and that only you can do. So it's not oh. one show. And thank oh, you for that. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel better. I agree thank you. wholeheartedly. Thank you for all you, you do. Did you feel my frustration with him? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, I was in Israel this uh, last week, and one person said, yeah, I don't like that one. Why, why didn't you like one? Because cause, cause he, cause he – he, Talks bad about Nino. I mean, he, he talks over Nino. He talks over Nino, right? <laughs> so. Oh man, yeah. I don't know, dude. I tell you what, man. I'm like, do you take a breath? Mm -hmm, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I, he has he has a conversation with himself. I'm just trying to get in there. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's hard. Like, All right. Yeah, there's been times I just push off the the video and I go to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> Lourdes, go ahead. Yes. Hi, Nino. Do you Hello. speak Spanish, Nino? No, hablo español muy bien. No, no hablas español? Okay. Uh, my question was, you mentioned uh, that we we're going to lose cities. What do you mean by that? So imagine, you know, the border is open right now. And imagine all these people coming in, they're going to be activated. They're going to be, that's why you got to understand how to read these articles and the news. All these people are coming in. We're not vetting them. We're just letting them in. Okay, they're going to democratic hellholes, democratic cities, democratic run cities where the politicians are paid off, maybe even some red states. I don't know. But you got to think cells will be activated. Okay, because we're just letting anybody here. They're infiltrating our border. They're coming in by the tens and thousands a night and they're doing it at night. Um, Chinese people from Panamanians, uh, El Salvadorians from the prison systems, MS-13. They're all just coming here. Now, when you look at this white supremacy narrative that Biden's pushing, the last few mass shootings have been Hispanics, and they're calling them white supremacists. Okay, they're calling these white these Hispanics white supremacists. Israel Lopez and this and that. Makes no sense to me. But what makes sense to me, but what I'm trying to convey to you is that they're getting you used to that. So that when these other shootings start happening, they can blame it on Trump supporters, Nazis, uh, white supremacists, and they're all going to have Hispanic last names when really they're immigrants. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, but uh, when you say you, we're going to lose cities, you mean by losing them to violence? They might, yeah, so from what I understand, they're just going to be so far gone. You can, you, can, uh, you can have Juan elaborate on this. But from my understanding, they're going to be really far gone that, you know, that's why Trump came out and said, hey, 15, uh, sorry, uh, Freedom Cities, right? Um, so they're just like, let's, let's take an example. I don't know, like a city like, I don't know, Portland, Oregon or San Francisco. You know, it's they're just some of them are just going to be so far gone after chaos hits the streets and they burn down the businesses and. There's so many homeless there that it's just people are going to want to get the hell out of there. You get what I'm saying? So it's going to be like that for now. That, and that's me just speculating, okay, I, from what I understand. Like, I'm not saying they're going to get hit with a missile or I, I don't know what's going to happen. I just know, like, when they tell me they're going to lose 50 million cities, that's me speculating on what's going to happen. 
I mean, Thank they're going to lose cities, not 15. I hope. Congratulations. Have you decided what you're going to name your son? David. David Maverick, DMAV. <laughs> All right, DMAV. Thank you. Bless you. Thank That's you. awesome. Elizabeth, and then we'll move to some prayer. You know, we're going to want to uh, just know what we can pray for you about after in a second. Absolutely. Maybe. But go ahead, Elizabeth. Hi, Nino. So great to meet you. I'm in Aussie. Um, oh, nice. Just wondering, uh, it sounds to me like you're in the world, but not of the world, and you've had that for a very long time. And sometimes I feel like that, you know, trying to sort of belong in this world, and you see so much crazy, and all you want to do is try and talk to people, and they just look at you like you're crazy. Um, just wondering, do you know much about Australia? Does one say much about it, or do you see things happening here the same way as America? Funny, I lived with the Aboriginals. <laughs> okay. I really, I did. I went yeah, hunting awesome. kangaroo. Yeah, they're beautiful, beautiful people, you know, beautiful. Well, people. they're drunks. <laughs> and I was drunk. But, I mean, yeah, I, I was down there. Not, in, all, not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> no, but Australia's a, 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 a different kind of place. I'll say that. And, uh, very different. I was, I, was in, very. I, was in, uh, I was in Sydney, Darwin, and then I went to Kununurra. And that's oh, where wow. I, I lived in the I'm bush. In with yeah, oh, in Perth. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where my friend's at right now. Um, okay. From my understanding, gosh, man, I don't want to give you this bad news, but from my understanding, what? like I said, you, you could elaborate with, with Juan more, but I'm, I'm, I think the globalists pretty much have their grips on everything, um, except Amer I think America's going to get pulled back and uh, mm -hmm. we're going to be able to be like the oasis. And I, from my understanding, um, that's why the fight is so hard to take us down. Um, but I, I've not heard anything good about New Zealand or Australia in the sense that you guys are going to escape this. As, as far as I know, I'm understanding that the whole world's going to fall captive to this yeah. agenda and that America's going to skim by. Like, we're going to pull out of it. I'm Look, I, I can't tell the future. I'm not a psychic, okay? So, you know, I, I'm just telling you what I my conversation is what I understand. I wish I could give you better news, but that's what I know. That's just what I've been told. I mean, I, I know with Canada and uh, Australia seem to be the experiments of these guys. And I know that the Rothschilds have owned quite a bit of Australia. And yeah, I mean, that's something I had an inkling of anyway, but. What you might want to talk to Juan about on the next one, whenever you have him on is ask him about Antarctica. Yeah. They're going to use Australia for something. Oh. So I'll let him talk about that because I'll, yeah. I'll butcher it and I'll mess it up. And he'll be like, what is he talking about? So, so like all roads lead to Antarctica. You can talk to Juan about that. Yeah, I, I've been curious about that. And just, just quickly, I live on 10 acres, so I have got rainwater tanks. So at least I have some water. Um, but, yeah, no. Thank you so much. And I, I don't mean to give you bad news. I don't just no, no, stay strong God, in your faith. I just God is good, you know, and move, I think Move to America. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be grounds. It's going to be terrible here too, though. It's going to be terrible here. It's going to be, look. We're all getting hit. We're all going to get hit really hard. Right. But it's all right. I've got a slingshot because we can't have guns out here. So I've got. I've got <laughs> See, a that's the problem. Here. That's a, that's the main problem right there. Yeah. Right. Well, what well, some people have, it's just a bit hard. But I, I've got horses. I can learn to charge. Teach them to charge people and stuff. We'll get there. Yeah. God is good. Yeah, so let, I want right, to thank you. I want to make sure just go through a couple of quick, quick ones. Uh, Gus, I forgot about your hand. Um, I, you, I think you had it up. I don't know if you dropped it and come back, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I can talk to him later. But I was just going to ask you, and if you could get in the ring with just one of these 
dark side people, which one might it be? <laughs> well, probably Obama. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I, I would think, you know, maybe, you know I mean? <laughs> or Big Mike. No. <laughs> She'd probably give me more of a fight than him. Yeah, most or definitely. he would. Yeah. So, yeah. no, this is just, this is a, it's just evil, man. I mean, I just, and and uh, we, we only have one shot at this. Like, like one shot. That's why this is taking so long. Because we can't mess up. Not even by one degree. Like this, that we, we have got to beat these. We've supposedly, from what I understand, we've already failed three times. And uh, we've had three chances at this. And um, like I said, talk to Juan about that. He'll elaborate on that. But maybe write down what I'm saying or go back and listen to it. But so you know the questions to ask him, but yeah, we uh, only can get one, one or two questions in. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah, we yeah, only get one it. or two questions in. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do your approach. I'll try to butt in there a few more times. <laughs> Just mute his ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so hey, we do want to uh, move to uh, just just uh, know what we can personally pray for you about, Nino. Um, any any pray thoughts? For my parents. Mm -hmm. My parents. Okay. Uh, just give me the strength to take care of them and uh, pray for uh, you know maybe my family life and you know I you know pray for me to get over this this uh, ego you know like I'm fighting with my my prior life I'm, it's it, it reemerges. You know, the prior life comes back every now and then to haunt me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I miss who I used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, that's really, that's, that's my battle right now is I'm fighting with myself. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And so we'll just lift you up and um, I guess you mind, mind starting and I'll, uh, and I'll uh, end up. Anybody wants to pray in between, go ahead. I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Abba, Father, we come together here to pray for Nino Rodriguez. Lord, uh, what we know of him, you can just tell he's he's got energy. He's He's got love in his heart. He's got a good heart, Lord. Uh, but like all of us, we're all broken in, in certain ways. And I just pray, Lord, that you continue to work in him. I pray, Lord, that you help Nino to, because I've been through this when I lost my, my job with my back issues and everything. It's very deflating. It's like you have no identity for who you were and the Lord you clearly spoke to me and said, your identity is in me based on what my word says. So, Lord, I pray he goes on a journey and truly finds out who he is in Christ, in you, Lord, through his word. You, I believe he's there. He's on that journey. And I just pray, Lord, you accelerate that. I pray for his parents, Lord, to protect, provide protection to them, uh, bring them health, give Nino strength to be that help. Uh, and Lord, we pray for his upcoming family, Lord. We pray that everything goes well, that the, the boy is healthy. Uh, we pray for his relationship there. And just ask, Lord, that you continue to minister through him as he's on this journey and bring him closer and closer to you as we all desire to be, Lord. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Who else would like to pray? We have about 20 prayer warriors on here, so go ahead. Oh, Lord, we we love you and we thank you and we praise you, Father, for everything that you do in our lives. We thank you for leading, guiding, and directing our paths. 
Father, we ask you right now that you would be with Nino, that you would guard him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet and everywhere in between. We ask that your ministering and warring angels would go ahead of him, behind him, above him, and below him. Lord, any of the fiery darts of the weapon that try to come against him, we ask that they would be broken and be dismantled and never to be returned again or have anything sent in their place. Father, we ask that you would put a hedge of protection, a wall of fire around his mom and dad. Father, we ask that you would give them divine health and that you would reverse any effects of anything that has been given charge over their bodies. Father, we break it in the name of Jesus and we ask for your divine health over both of them. We ask for long lives for both of them, Jesus. Father, we ask that you would be with his relationship that he has right now. We ask that you would strengthen it. We ask that you would bless this baby. Father, that he would be what you know that Nino needs, Lord. Our lives change when you give us children, Father, and I just ask that you would help him to see that, see, see the baby as a gift from you. Father, I ask that you would take away the urges that he has for anything from his past, Father. I've been there and I know what it's like to try to get over these things, Father, and I know that you have the ability to completely um, eradicate it from his thinking and from his mind and from his body and that he wouldn't even have any urges for it any, anymore, Father. We just thank you and praise you for your direction. We thank you and praise you for your protection over him as he is on the front lines of this battle, bringing the truth that you want people to know. We thank you and praise you, Father, for everything that you do. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Elizabeth? And I'll wrap yeah, it up. Dear Lord, Father God, we just thank you so much for Nino. We thank you for his courage. We thank you for his bravery. And yes, he demonstrated that in his previous life. But Father God, he's going harder than ever. And we, we, we just ask for protection over him. Come into agreement with all these wonderful prayers, Lord, that you have set him apart. You set him apart for this time. And Lord Jesus, I just thank you that whenever he has these moments of pride coming in, ego, that he'll think of his little one. He'll think of his little one and it will just dissipate. We just thank you for the blessings you are bringing him. I know it's been tough. I know it's been hard, Lord Jesus, but thank you that he looks to you for guidance and, and leadership and, and the calm before the storm. Father God, I, I just sense a, a real calmness coming over him in many, many ways where he would normally react so differently. So, Father God, we just thank you for his deliverance. We thank you for his his love of you. We thank you for his love of his family. Lord Jesus, his parents, what a blessing to have him as a son. And I know it's not always been easy either, but Father God, we thank you for your hedge of protection over each and every one of them. And as he goes through this battlefield, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers him and no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I know we've burnt through our time, so I'll wrap this up. Heavenly Father, uh, just thank you for Nino Rodriguez. Uh, Lord, what a blessing to have him on the show. What a blessing to just uh, have him be part of uh, the warriors that are fighting this battle against the globalist. And Lord, we just uh, pray for a huge favor across all parts of his life. And right now, uh, Lord, he asked for prayers for his, his family um, and uh, his parents specifically, and as well as his son, Lord. We just lift them up. And uh, just the blessings that I agree with all these prayers have already been said. And Lord, will you just allow the holy spirit to come across him right now you talk about that in x3 
19, we talk about the, the times of refreshing that just comes across him, Lord. We pray that he feels that, that he's able to just to have that Holy Spirit in him like never before. He sleeps well tonight and wakes up with the joy of the Lord, Lord. And that's the biggest prayer I have for him. And I just pray Philippians 4, 6, and 7 on him, Lord, that he'll just have a peace that transcends all understanding, that he'll be able to not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present his request to you, and he will have the peace that transcends all understanding that will guard his heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Lord, just thank you for that. Allow him to be used even in a more mighty way than he is now. Lord, and I pray for his son to grow to be a mighty man of God. Lord, thank you. And having the mighty man of God to be his father is the first step in that, Lord, and just continue to grow Nino in his relationship with you. He knows this is not about organized religion. This is about a relationship with, the, with, the, with Christ. May he know the authority and power that he has in the name above all names, Jesus. Thank you for this, Lord. And we just appreciate you. And we submit to you as clay, as you say in Isaiah 64, 8. We submit to you. Uh, in all our ways and, and acknowledge you, like we say in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Lord. And that we, may, may we all uh, just be used by you in this great exodus, this great harvest that's coming up. The best is yet to come, as Trump said. It's going to be tough, but you know what? We're looking forward, and we're going to stay in faith, not fear. We're going to stay in faith, not sight. We love you, Lord, and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Amen. I want to say thank you to everyone that prayed for me and everyone that's here. It meant a lot to me, man. We really, Thank you. We you really, mean a lot to us, Nino. We really appreciate. It, it looks like one more Rebecca. Awesome. Rebecca wanted, I guess, put put a put a put a, 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 a last thing. On so go ahead, go ahead, Rebecca. I missed you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for Nino, and we know that fighters tend to want to control situations and and um, take hold of them. Just. Keep whispering in his ear that you are the one in control, Father, and that you will handle the, the spiritual battles and use that fight that's in him to fight evil at, on your behalf. And we just bless his child that's going to be born. Let him enjoy being a father immensely and let that change his world like it's changed so many worlds. And the other thing, Heavenly Father, we ask that the relationship between him, him and the babies mother be a good one and that it be a a very fulfilling thing and every time that he has a desire for for the spirit of alcohol or for things that are of this world um, give him the desire for more of your word and help him to get into your word and pursue that and focus on the love that you've brought into his life through his son and his son's mother in jesus name we ask this blessing amen amen man, man you guys are all so beautiful thank you <laughs> all right well, we love you man we want you to um to continue your fight here in a and just be a, a, have a joy joyful um demeanor as you move forward yeah, but we hey, just want to give you kind of a last word man anything that you want to share anything that i want to share yeah uh just no really i I would like to say thank you to all of you that prayed for me and, and gave me blessings. It means a lot because uh, it's been pretty rough. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I mean, we, we know it has been, and it's so beautiful. We'd love to have you on um, again, just getting maybe an update in a few months. And uh, and you just uh, hang in there, and uh, we, and if everybody wouldn't mind unmuting and uh, telling Nino uh, thanks so much. 
Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, guys. 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 We will uh, see you guys uh, back there in just a second. Um, I know we usually do that um, right around 7 o'clock, so we have a little bit of time. So I thought I'd just uh, do one song to kind of wrap things up. It's beautiful to be able to um, just pick from all these beautiful songs that we have. Um, but I was going to go to one of my favorite, and it is uh, it is No Longer Slaves. We'll wrap up with this. Um, a beautiful idea that Gus had this to take all these key verses of the songs and, and link it back to scripture right and here we have i'm no longer a slave to fear i'm a child of god right so romans 8 15 says uh, for you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you've received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we can cry abba father another part of the song the second thing it talks about is i am surrounded by songs of deliverance from my enemies Till all my fears are gone. And Psalm 32, 7 says, You are my hiding place. You preserve me from trouble. You surrounded me with songs of deliverance. And the third thing this song talks about is you split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love. Similar to what happened at Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. And obviously he... Their fears of the enemy completely were drowned as it went over the Egyptian army. So also talks about, from my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Psalm 139.13, one of my favorite memory verses, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Wow, that's what this is all about. Let's worship the fact that he is such an awesome God and we don't have to be a slave to fear anymore. We're no longer slaves. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God.
I love that. I think we have time for one more. Sneak in here before we go backstage to do some training. And uh, if you have a backstage pass, get back there. And uh, Bible study as well. And so this talks about knowing the battles won. Great is your faithfulness. And I'll see you do it again. That's what this whole song is about. I'll, you'll do it again. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Psalm 36, 5. It also talks about, I know the night won't last and your word will come to pass, I believe. John 8, 12 talks about, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. The song also talks about, you moved the mountains. You made a way where there was no way. Matthew 17, 20 says, For truly I say to you, if you had faith like a grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. I know this is tough times for many people. It's going to get worse a lot with these globalists, but you know what? John 14, 6 says, I am the way, Jesus says, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We have the Father. He can move the mountains. He makes a way where there is no way. This word will come to pass. We know the battle's been won. And he'll do it again. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me Waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won For you have never failed me yet Promise still stands Great is your
some beautiful music um this is what we do um mondays and thursdays so tomorrow night we we invite you to after right after the show we have about an hour and a half of this just beautiful music and hearing praise reports as well well as a lift up prayer request um sure gave her testimony last uh last time we did praise and prayer on monday night it's beautiful we'd love to hear people's testimonies as well so if you want to share, just get backstage. It's real easy. It's free now. It used to be um, $17.76 a month. It's a pay-forward model. Many people are paying right now, so you can come on free. Again, go to blessedteach.com and go to the go to the backstage tab. Again, people paid $17.76 a month on this because we are a Patriot platform and we've moved to a ministry. So we just want to bless you and want you backstage with us. And you can do that again, blessedteach.com. That's where you sign up for the free show notes. That's where you can do the backstage tab to go to um, come backstage with us here to worship with us. There's a lot of other benefits too. Go look at the backstage tab. You'll see everything with the searchy platform with being able to be backstage. We're like we like many were with Nino tonight. We'll be backstage with Juan next week, as well as many other patriots, and be able to ask questions. There's many other benefits, so go to that. There's also a free neighborhood platform. So it's called neighborhood.social. It's a Facebook replacement for Christian patriots designed that you can engage with other believers, right? And, and you should be isolated in this time. This is a time to really get close to people. We have like nine different groups that meet at different times during the week with Zoom groups. You can find those in the group area. We have a written prayer request group that you can put your prayer requests and help pray for people. Um, also, we have the backstage group as well as other training groups like the Impactor group. If you want to be an impactor for truth, um, just hit the training tab. on All this is available on blessedtoteach.com. So if you haven't visited it yet, please go visit it. Blessed with the number two, teach.com. Hey, with that, guys, we are just really appreciate you being here with us on this Wednesday night. Again, tomorrow night will be the beautiful uh, praise and prayer. And then Friday night at 5 p.m., Gus and I will be teaching on a word and worship where we play this beautiful music as well as we teach okay just anchoring people back into scripture on all this and then also on sunday mornings at 10 a.m we have word and worship as well where i'm going over teachings on the end times so join us um, again all that can be found on blessedteach.com and uh, we love you guys so much if everybody backstage would not mind just unmuting and saying goodbye
goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Thank yeah. you for the wonderful. Bye, everybody. Good night. Shalom. Good night, shalom, shalom. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, shalom. Thank you, Rick. All right, backstagers, stay on for um, some training and some uh, Bible study. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.